Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you use as a anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, or real events are entirely coincidental and unintentional. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Stage message. Hey Nick, it's John. Um, I just wanted to call and let you know that um, we're going to have to start changing something on the uh, podcast. Instead of the uh, It's Time for John's Lost Review where he doesn't watch it, uh, we're going to have to change it to uh, John actually started watching it and he's already watched three episodes. And he's getting ready to start the fourth episode and pretty much he likes it a lot. So, um, I'm going to end this message so I can get back to watching the loss, um, and I will, uh, I will let you know how I feel about it. That is all. Bye. To replay this message, press 1. To delete, press 7. To save, press 9. For more options, your message has been deleted. There are no more messages. Hey everyone, welcome out to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. I'm Nick Nitro. I'm Jimmy. Yeah, I'm right. eating pizza. He's eating pizza. I'm almost done. Nick, did you want a slice of pizza? I thought we discussed this. Yes, but I'll, I'll get some in a, and I'll get some in a second. I'll get some in a second. Just save me one piece. I'm good. I will save you a piece. Awesome. So, we had a big week last week. Did we? I think we did, yes. I We interviewed Mark Guggenheim. That was big. That was big. And, by the way, do you have your news? Oh, okay, I didn't I didn't see any. I had my news and reviews pad. Okay. I that was, was the making... only big thing that happened this week, though, was interviewing Mark Guggenheim. Well, yeah, but, no, it's not. Yes, it is. That was well, the it... only thing of any importance. None of this other news means anything. Nothing happened except for Mark Guggenheim. It, okay, that that's somewhat correct. And... Uh, for some of those who are listening to the show for the first time because of the interview, I mean, the show afterwards, or mm-hmm. even some of the shows before... Welcome. Yeah, welcome to the show. We are missing a key component tonight. Um, he's the musical guy, um, John Bettine. And Lost Reviewer. And now officially a Lost Reviewer. Um, if you heard the opening. Yes, if you heard the opening, that's the sad thing. Like, he was really psyched and excited about coming out tonight. He was going to... Blame it on the snow. And, well, Damn it, Ohio we, snow. We have Ohio snow, and... Um, we were also going to have our longtime friend of the show, Nathan, joining us this evening. Except yes, for back from the No Name Show days. If you can, if you do a search for us on Google and type in No Name Show uh, or Nick Nitro and Nate, no he also Na- appeared in the Christmas 2007 extravaganza. Yes, if you'd like to hear him and Wendy, mm-hmm. um, who are old-time fans and are uh, ex DJs and close show. friends of the show and close friends. Yes, of course. So, but yeah, uh, we're missing John, and John was supposed to be here, but he can't. Nate was supposed to be here, but he can't. So it's just me and Jimmy tonight, and... And my pizza. And his pizza, which I shall partake here in a second. But, uh, yeah, last week was Mark Guggenheim, and... It was uh, awesome. That was awesome. Shout out to Mark Guggenheim. Sorry. You know, you're, you're fine. You're fine. He's our, he's our new friend. He's my best friend. My best friend in the world. I should have asked him to be my best man when we had him on the phone last week. Oh, you should have. You should Damn have. Damn it. I didn't think about Damn it. Damn it. Yeah, okay, speaking of non-important news, Jimmy is engaged. Oh, 
Yeah, I guess that did happen this week, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, that makes two of us, because John is engaged, too, if you're not a show listener. John is getting married in April. Right, and so that just leaves me. But now... So we will start a nationwide search for Nick's bride. I'm not really too worried about that for the moment. We minute. have to overlap it. you got to get engaged before I get married in the fall. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm good. So, okay... What happened? Okay, now I you told me the plan of what was going to happen, which you helped me devise. Right. Now, what actually did happen? What actually happened is I made our chicken parmesan dinner. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I lit a candle. Right. Uh, had like water and wine glasses. You know, very classy. Okay. But I still kept on my t-shirt jeans. Looked a little scrubby. Yeah, he looked a little scrubby. He had like a, our old work shirt, which is a pe- flyers, oh, flyers pizza, pizza shirt. shirt. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't at all like dress up because I make her dinner all the time because she can't cook. And so I made it slightly nicer than normal, but you know I've lit candles and set put water in wine glasses before. It's nothing like oh, very romantic, very romantic. So we're finishing dinner, and I was gonna do it like mid dinner, but man, she woofed down like her dinner faster than I've ever seen her eat. She was really hungry, and she's not like a big eater. Like she's four foot ten, so she eats, but she's like you know small. I've seen her. It's like it's like I'm yeah, it's small. Yeah, and so she whooped down her dinner, and I'm like, oh, honey, I'm oh, you know, I need to use the restroom. I'll be right back. Did she and buy that? Yes, she did. Okay. And so I went up the stairs where I had stashed the suit and the flowers that Nicholas had bought in the bathtub in mm. some water. And I quickly put on my suit. I had the fan going. I even flushed the toilet to, you know, do the effect. And then I came downstairs in a suit with flowers. And she had started the dishes and was, like, on her knees on the counter. <laughs> and she turned around and she's like, what are you doing? Why are you wearing a suit? I'm like, because I love you. She's like, what? And she like came down. I'm like, she's like, uh, okay. And then I dropped down to my knee and I proposed. And she said yes immediately, of course. And she was super excited. And we called everybody we knew. And I was on the phone and twittering for the rest of the evening. That's pretty, that's pretty rough. I'm so sorry. I have pizza in my mouth. And thank you for uh, Nick with helping me out with a bunch of the stuff. Uh, you uh, may not know this, but Nick will be my best man unless Mark Guggenheim returns my call. That is, that is I'm true. I'm just kidding. So, Mark, if you're out there, please email us at goodbadgeeky at gmail.com. If you want to be my best man. Jimmy is very much hoping that, uh, that you're his best man instead of me. So, uh, yeah. Nick's going to work on his speech and clean it up a bit. Yeah. I foresee that happening in the future. Yeah. How do you know I wasn't kidding about that? I figured That's you very were. sad. There's a moment delay where you're just like... For you, those who don't know, Jimmy to help before for things is selling all his DVDs. If you have seen his Not DVDs, all. oh, I have two and a half bookcases worth oh. of DVDs, so I'm seriously considering slimming down my collection to about a bookcase's worth, selling about sixty percent of them to help pay for this wedding because I'm broke, and even though we're going simple and cheap. I could use some extra cash. Plus, I'm embracing the digital revolution, where my new TiVos that I've already ordered. See, this is your. This, this is. You know what? Usually, you have weak arguments, and you you think this is a good argument. I see it as an epic fail. I think it's a great argument. I'm embracing the digital age, where you don't need discs. You'll just play them whenever you want. I've already ordered my new TiVos, and when they come in, I will get a Netflix subscription. Not maybe not immediately. I'll probably wait till fall because I'm not gonna have time to watch anything this summer anyway. Right. Right. Um. Then I'll be able to watch these movies and television shows whenever I want via Netflix TiVo. Excellent. <sighs> so bye-bye DVD collection. Not all of it, just most of it. Yeah. I just I can, I can honestly say I would never rue the day when you would ever sell your 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 almost like most of your collection. In, I started in any that collection way. in high school. It was 9 or 10 years ago. 
and it is quite massive. Didn't I give you your first DVD? No. No, I would give you your first you R-rated my, movie. No, because Thomas Conifer was the first DVD I bought, and it was rated R. Well, you okay, I do me, know I gave you, you the gave first, me first DVD, band DVD. DVD. That my father would not allow me to watch, so I graduated from high school. I had to keep it for like a year and a half. The Usual Suspects, because mm. I saw that movie, I was like, Jimmy needs to watch good. a good movie. It was good. And, yeah, his his dad, God love him, I, I love I love your dad, Roger. I turned Lee. on the movie, and the first five minutes, the F word F was used F. approximately 53 times. That's not a real count. <laughs> That's not a real count, but even though nobody I love else it. was holding it. I love it. it was approximately 53 times, not an exact count. <laughs> Goes against the whole term approximately. Hilarious. Um, I really have no idea how many times it's used. I just oh yeah, so oh funny. it's used a lot in the a first lot. few minutes. Yeah, so and so he support. had overheard that from another room, and even though we were the only two home, he thought he told me that anybody that would give me a DVD like that is not truly my friend, and I should never speak to him again. Depending on the best man speech, he might be right. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Trust you to I'm a kidding. Good one. I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. I know. I'd, I honestly, you would you just expect something more probably sarcastically funny. And I expect and you to probably help John and Nathan. Told me not to go to the party because <laughs> I won't meet anyone. Yeah, you know what? That's great. I should. That's yeah, a I'm great gonna, story. Oh, that is a great story. I'm, I'm going to tell that not right now, but at the yeah. You know what? What we should do? We should like tape that, and that'll be like one of the YouTube videos that we've been. Your best man speech. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. No, it might Jimmy. There might be a performance involved. Just saying, throwing it up there. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, you can do whatever you want. I'm good. You're, you, you're going to have to join at one part. It's good. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I, I would not do that because that would be a little bit almost, almost Actually, over. Actually, I think that would be awesome. Embarrassing for me. I think that would be awesome. Singing Gaila, but that might happen eventually at some other point, though. So, but I would appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah, Mark Guggenheim thing was interesting last week. And so, a lot of you, thanks for listening to the show. Um, mm-hmm. Uh. We're not doing a video cast this week um, because I'm partly lazy, but I've also been working on other stuff. And, uh, and I'm eating pizza, so you don't want to see that anyway. Yeah, you don't want to see us eating pizza. Um, so Little I, Caesars, $5 a pizza. If you available in your area, then awesome. If not, then maybe a there local pizza place. There is one in place. Lexington. I saw it when I was down there last summer. Oh, you're very excited, aren't they you? They raised their breadstick price, though, when I was in there. Blasting. Normally, crazy bread and sauce is two fifty. That's Crazy five bucks for that. Five bucks for a large pizza, yeah. Where are they at again? Uh, Cleveland and one sixty one. Right by the Kroger, the bowling alley. You know? Oh right, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's where they are. I'm in Columbus area. I don't know if they're anywhere else in Columbus, but yes. it's five dollars for a large pepperoni and cheese, and they keep them hot and ready, so you don't wait. You just walk in, pay five dollars. People walk in out. Saudi Arabia right now, or in China, or the UK are going like, "What is this place that they are talking about?" You pay them, you walk right out. You don't have to wait. But the crazy bread was two fifty, and they always give you a free sauce with it. Now you have to pay an extra fifty cents to get the sauce. And that honestly, I only use a little bit of the sauce anyway. I think I'm gonna not get the sauce. Good man, good man. Well, there you go. For all those coming to the Columbus, Ohio area, you are prepared to have a five dollar pizza. Little Caesars are all over the place, not just Columbus. Well, I know, but I mean, they have no idea. They people in other countries might not know of of Little Caesars. They were voted best value in America. I'm I'm just saying. For we have we if you live in other countries, we recommend you come to America, land of the five dollar pizza (laughs) that you don't have to wait for. (laughs) Well, this is this is a really good episode so far. I like just like to say, um. I move, we skip emails since we're ten minutes in with all this chat. Right, well, yeah, okay. Do you second? Uh, yeah, well, first off, I have a I have news bit. It uh, pertains to last week's episode. Ooh! 
Um, now, and we, the thing is, once we stopped the interview, we, we were done with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when, when it was over, I caught something and I brought you guys' attention. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Mark was very sly about introducing some possibly big news for Eli Stone. And that was, in the beginning of the show, you know, he noted that the show was not officially canceled. He, he knows that the sets are still up, the cast are still in contract. Now, mm-hmm. there's something that pops a hole into that, which is Nate, the actor who plays Nate, mm-hmm. was, is now on Brothers and Sisters. He is. He is the latest love interest for Kitty during a rocky time in her marriage to Rob Lowe. Right. So, now that unnerves me a little bit from what... But it's what, reoccurring. It's, it's reoccurring, right. He's it's, just doing it this season. He's going in in April. Right. But that, that still unnerves me a little bit because I know Mark has ties with Brothers and Sisters. He, I think he either co-created or was a supervising producer. He was a producer, yeah. Right. So, but he noted that Eli Stone is not canceled. The cast and writers and everyone, the sets are still up. Everyone's still retained. The show's not officially canceled. Mm-hmm. And Steve McPherson, everyone at ABC is behind the show. And then we asked him about the Believe image on... The, the Obama-like image, you know, where it said, uh, hope, yeah. and they did a parody of it which says, Eli's face, and said, believe. Yeah. Okay. Well, when he said that, he said that the, mm-hmm. he, they released, they leaked that out to the, to, like, all the news sites. Mm-hmm. Two days later, he, he said, we were canceled. But that may have been a slip, that may have been, we were shut down production, you know? Because that's... Again, I, but the listed, thing it's is... It's been listed on the cancellation websites for a little bit, so I don't know, it's... Well, that's the other thing, though, it's is that the last question we asked him for those yeah. who um, who were probably done with the like questions, mine I've skipped over, which is sad because I thought we'd had a nice interview with him we did. beyond we a lot of other topics, stuff. Yeah. yeah, the last question we asked him is: Is there anything else? You know, in the worst case scenario, if Eli is canceled, what's going to happen? He's like, I can't talk about that, and he almost said something that makes me think that they're doing like an extra finale for the DVD or Possibly. something like that. So that's a, a pos- sort of new scoop on that we have here first, sort of, which is everyone else, if, if you ask... If there's anything there and we're not just if, if, overanalyzing. If we might be overanalyzing, yes, but at the same time, you know... Oh, I, yeah. what's, the, what's the one that Freudian slip, man? It, it you say what you really want to... Yeah, you say what you really think, and then you have to... Yeah. As long as we don't get him in trouble, I'm cool. Uh, I, yeah, oh, no, I, <laughs> I don't... Well, we're not doing it during the episode that he aired. We're doing it after the episode that he aired. So, I know, um, but aren't we going to be featured on the Save Eli Stead website? Yes, we are. As a matter of fact, uh, obviously for those who can't hear or deaf, you can't hear us say this right now. So I, that's sort of funny when I say that. Why would but, you listen to a podcast if you No, Yash, Yash was very clear that people who watch Eli Stone that love the show a lot, some of them are hard of hearing. Because remember, they have subtitles for TV shows. Well, yeah. Well, family members are writing into SaveEliStone.com of transcripts of audio or video interviews. Oh. And they're posting on there, and so they're going to post. I put a link on the page saying if you want the transcript, go there. It's not up yet, mm-hmm. but the the leader of uh, the Save Eli Stone uh, website, mm-hmm. he's going to put a transcript of our interview up, or at least the Eli Stone questions for Eli Stone fans who are hard of hearing. So expect that in the next week or two. Or I'll, I also went on Mark's IMDb profile and changed it, and I put it in under media. It takes two to three weeks for approval, but you never know. Oh, really? I put us in other media for interviews. Awesome. Sweet. Very cool. I did it the day it aired, I think, or the day after, so hopefully it'll... And, by the way, if anyone out there, that I'm I'm now on a manhunt for other people that we can interview. If you, goodbaggeeky at gmail.com, let us know. Okay, so let's go with the news. Sorry. The news. That's okay. It's cool. I, the Eli Stone story I had, um, I was going to talk about uh, Pushing Daisies is currently not scheduled, and they're saying now they likely won't air the final three episodes. You're going to have to wait for the DVD, but they have Greenlit the comic book series. Yes. 
So we will get DVD, or not DVD ending. Well, we'll get it when the season two DVD comes out. But yes, they're going to go with comic book. Very cool. Um, uh, other news is Friday Night Lights premiered back with a 4.6 million viewers on a Friday night. Which is good. great news. If they said if they keeps up anywhere close to those numbers, they'll definitely be renewed for a fourth season. Mm-hmm. And I will review the first two episodes in our review section, and I thought it was very strong. By the way, <clears throat> ABC, Eli Stone, Friday Night. <clears throat> Just saying. Sorry. Could do, could do. Sorry, go ahead. Um... <clears throat> Also, another, uh, I'm just looking for TV stuff right now, I'm trying to skip, um, Clooney was officially signed for ER, George Clooney is returning. So is Julia Margolis. Yes. They, like, did a closed set, and they're keeping it very under wraps, but it is happening. You know what, I watched the episode when Anthony Edwards came back, mm-hmm. I, it wasn't great, but I mean, I, I was moved by the episode, mm-hmm. and it made me wish that they would come back, some of the old guys, so, uh, I'm excited. Prison Break was also... Given two more hours on top of the six that are still to air, um, so wow. they could do their two-hour movie finale that they had planned on doing, and it, they'll just air all eight hours starting April seventeenth on Fox. Uh, they said they had always planned this to be the last season, that they thought they had told the whole story they could have, but they hadn't filmed the two-hour finale in case <coughs> it did get picked up. So the network had told them that if it if they decide to cancel it, they'd likely get time to film it, and they did greenlight the filming of the two-hour finale. So they are getting their ending. Um, also, Cupid, the new series by Rob, Rob Thomas is creating, mm-hmm. has been reduced from 13 episodes to 8 episodes, oh. giving him time, he says, to write the Veronica Mars movie. Oh! So that's kind of good news that it's been reduced for awesome. Veronica Mars fans out there, because um, the cast is very interested in returning. Also, the showrunners of Smallville are in talks to head up the Melrose Place reboot, similar to the 90210 reboot which would leave Smallville without its showrunners for the ninth season, if the ninth season goes forward, because even though Tom Welling's been wooed with large sums of money, it still isn't officially pushed in for the ninth season. So if that happens, I guess the two backup producers are going to take over running the show. Very cool. Ryan is returning to the office. He has not been removed from the theme song, but he'll be returning this spring. I can't remember what... He actually wrote this last week's episode, too. Did he? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you know about and we have previously reported that What's-Her-Face was returning. Amy Ryan is in talks to return. Yes. And Rashida Jones is also coming back later this season. Uh, they just need to make her a cast member. I love her. I agree. Uh, she was wonderful. Um, they were talking to the creator of Chuck, and Jill will be back for the season finale. But they, he said that because he's not sure he's going to get a third season, he's cramming three seasons worth of play and plot into the final ten episodes of the season. He said he's going for broke. If it gets canceled, he got to tell his big story. If it doesn't, then he'll come up with something else. But all the stuff they have planned for the next three seasons of Chuck, they're going to go ahead and shove them all into ten episodes, which should be action-packed and exciting. Yes, and by the way, do you have your uh, 3D glasses yet? I do not. Where do you go to get them? At a- I, I don't know. <laughs> I need to find I, out. I, I think it's something with like a Pepsi stand. Yeah, I think, I'm going to have to check Giant Eagle when I go grocery shopping this week. I am too. I have to make a Kroger run, I will. But I need some 3D glasses. I do too. Jessica Capshaw is staying on Grey's Anatomy for the time being. They're not picking her up as a full-time cast member at the moment, but she'll at least be staying through the sweeps and the crossover, which is now extended. Several Seattle Grace characters will be going to Addison's practice to work on the crossover. Okay. Uh, I know Chandra Wilson is going to be included, and she said that several people are doing it. But they're going to keep Jessica Capshaw around as a new love interest for Callie. Mmm, Callie. 
Yeah. She, Sorry, I don't know. Now that she's lesbian now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be... Why did I say that after... I, I don't watch the show, but now if you said, like, yeah. Patty Lapone has been cast to play Frank's mom on 30 Rock. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, if you've been watching The Big Bang Theory, you we had talked about how at the beginning of the season, Sarah Gilbert had been picked up as a major character. Right. And she has been absent for most of the season. Apparently, they decided they didn't have any plots for her, and they dropped her act down the reoccurring status. She will be coming back, but she was demoted. Yeah, which is sad. Cause... I mean, they never changed the theme song or anything to include her, but I was still waiting for it to ever happen. I, I just think that's sort of sloppy writing. If they can't find anything... I mean, don't get me wrong. She they... was becoming one note after a bit. like. But she did. She was only in a handful of episodes this season. They didn't give her a chance. But the creator of the show, because of the Roseanne days and stuff, has said that he will keep her around because he loves her. She just can't... They just can't make her full. Whenever the show, the show, when you, the show will come to closer towards an end is when uh, her and uh, Sheldon will sleep together. Sheldon. Yes, because honestly, yeah, okay. My my opinion of that show is, uh, her uh, Wesley Linkle is a Sheldon, but the difference is that she's sexually aware. Of, okay. Of sex. Of sex, sexually aware of sex, huh? Uh, exactly. She believes in the life sex. So. Uh, I do. Sheldon is my favorite character. So. No, I oh I like Sheldon too. His but... uh, last week's episode where he had to like drop a friend, <laughs> and I like the new reoccurring character. He should come around more. I agree. With the peach impediment. Yeah. <laughs> the peach impediment. <laughs> I don't impediment. remember his name, but he's really funny. I don't remember it either. Yeah. By the way, uh, if you go to chucklore.com, it shows up every vanity card. Which website is that? Chucklore.com. Chucklore.com. Yes, and they, they even you even see the uh, the censored. Uh, Web cards or mm-hmm. Mandy cards, which they are hilarious. There's one about racism of King Kong, which I find particularly hilarious. Yes, I might do it as an opening one week. I don't know. Uh, Canada's got a new show called Canada's Next Prime Minister, where three oh, former prime ministers Jesus. will pick a candidate that they think would make a good prime minister to run in the next election. And the show's already been sold to Britain. Isn't there something else like that in America, though? Like no, America's there is Next not. President or something? No, there is not. That was a fake tagline to get you to read the article. But he said this would be like if Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, and George W. Bush, uh, George H.W. Bush, well, I guess George W. would work now, all were panelists on a show to pick somebody to run for president. Okay. That's the equivalent. No, I but just it's happening like, in Canada, and they sold it to Britain, so it'll probably happen I want George, Herbert, Walker, Bush, and Clinton, because those guys are hilarious together. But who do you want with them, Carter or W.? Because everybody else three. is dead except for Carter or Bush. Right. You have to have a panel of three. There's but, only four living ex-presidents. Uh, so which one Carter. gets the boot? Bush? W? W doesn't deserve anything. But w-, w is the one most likely to do it, I would say. Oh, God. Or no, I, I take that back. Clinton might be most likely to do it. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but W won't have anything else to fun. do. Hey, sweetie. How you doing? All um, right. Elizabeth Moss of Mad Men fame and she was previously on the West Wing and Fred Armisen are engaged. Apparently they just announced they were dating and then all of a sudden they're engaged. Yeah, they were probably honka honka. Speaking of everybody them. who's engaged this week. Um, Gwen, what's her face, is reuniting with no doubt for their first US tour in five years. Don't speak. You don't want to say Gwen, oh, I don't wanna, I know I keep wanting to say Gwen Stacy and that's just because I need to take home Spider-Man Volume 4 um, to it's, read. Oh, no I finished the two and three. But it's Gwen, who sings No Doubt? Gwen Stefani? Yeah, there you go. There you go. 
Uh, Tom and Jerry are getting a CG movie oh, about their origins. Sweet Jesus. They're going to be CG strike in the real me, world. Strike me down with with just something before that comes out because I do not want to ever see, except for Spider-Man 4 and 5 come out. Let that come out first, then the horrendous what if of... Tommy? Uh, what if Tom and Jerry gets pushed out before Spider-Man 5? Oh, I pray for sweet release of death. <laughs> and then life. <laughs> Uh, by Harry Potter. Uh oh! Spoiler alert! If you ever read the seventh book by now, you're not a true fan. It's been two years. Well, what if you don't like the books because you know they're sort of boring to you, but you like the movies? Then you're lame, because those are the yes, best written books. Yes, I am lame. In many generations. That's why Mark Guggenheim is in all of me. <laughs> Mark Guggenheim freaking rocks with his Battlestar, which we'll also talk about during reviews. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to call it Battlestar. I have to call it Galactica. Because somebody rightly pointed out to me on Facebook when I was raving about Battlestar that when I shorted it to just one word, Battlestar is non-descriptive. There were many Battlestars. This particular Battlestar is Galactica. So this would be like calling, instead of talking about, you know, the Starship Enterprise, I just kept saying Starship, where I should say Good Enterprise. job, Jimmy. Way to go. Way so to be. from now on, I will attempt, thank you, Whiskey Ben, to call it Galactica instead of Battlestar when I shorted the name. Way to, way to F up, Jimmy. Sarah Jessica Parker wants Britney Spears in the Sex and the City sequel. All four women are signed for the Sex and the City sequel. They're now working on the men. Evan Handler said he hasn't been approached yet. He wants to know if his character's dead, but they want... Who's Evan? Evan Handler. He plays Charlotte's husband, the balding, bald guy. He's dead? No, that's what he said. He was joking because he hasn't been approached for the new movie yet. Oh, oh, that's right. Um, but the, all okay. four women are signed for a sequel. No word on who else is going to be in it, but Sarah Jessica Parker wants Britney Spears. You know, I... Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah, will she also play her assistant? Well, there's no word if Jennifer Hudson's coming back or not yet either, because they haven't cast Beyond the Four. Oh. Frick, mm, go ahead. Know. Also, uh, the Star Trek prequel comic series premieres this month to the movie, to set up the movie. I read it <coughs> on the first issue, and it sounds awesome. Apparently, it's set several years after Star Trek Nemesis in the Next Generation timeline, Producer mm-hmm. Stein Voyager, 24th century. And Spock is still in Romulus from when we'd seen him in the Next Generation, but he's now been living there for 40 years, and he's white-haired and old and whatever, and he's no longer living in secret. He's actively working with the Romulans, and some of the char- Romulan characters from Nemesis will be in the comic book series as well. And his best pal is a guy named Nemo, who is... Spock's confidant and best friend and biggest supporter as Romulus is facing a crisis and Spock's trying to get them to unify with the Vulcans once again. Nemo, as people following the news will know, will be the villain for the movie. So how he goes from Spock's best friend to the movie is anybody's guess, but this also plays into the idea of the time travel story, whereas at the end of the comic books, Nemo, for whatever reason, is going to go evil and go back in time to try to prevent the... Somebody from dying and attacking Kirk's father's ship, which will screw up the timeline, which is will bring us to what the movie is and why Chekhov now outranks Kirk in the new movie. And everything's messed up. Right. So it sounds really exciting. And also, the pictures of the toys they've released. Normal standard action figures are five and a half inches. Mm-hmm. And lately they've been doing like the seven inch highly detailed figures. The new action figures for the new movie are going to be three and three quarters inches, so they're shorter. And each playset will come with a figure. The transporter set comes with Scotty, and it looks very cool. Like, they've actually got a tube, so it's going to look like it's going to transport, but Mm -hmm. not like the stupid one Playmates made in the 90s, which was good for its time. But it's like $40, which is kind of hot. But the bridge set... Playmates. 
The bridge. Are they making the new ones now? No, it's not Playmates. Playmates lost their Star Trek contract contract ten years ago. Thank God. Um, before Enterprise came out, but the bridge set is only twenty five dollars, and it seats about twenty action figures, and it comes with Captain Kirk, and it has all the chairs. It's the whole set with all the doors and all the everything, and it's actually probably going to be smaller than the Next Generation bridge playset, but it looks awesome. And Morgan was just giving me a look like, "Don't you dare!" So I won't buy them because I will, I'm not going to anyway. I'm past those age, but man, they look awesome. And I guess the action figures are going to come out in sets instead of just individual. that age? Yeah. That's a... Uh, but the new... There's uh, also... They also showed, like, the new phaser, the new communicator toys that they're going to sell, and the new Enterprise. You make me feel horrible for owning that thing that you gave me, like, a little bit ago. Oh, no, that's cool. Okay, no, here's the thing. A special yeah, Just keep going, keep going. Cool. I don't care. Just Buy keep going. Buy the whole set of action keep figures. Going. That's all the news I got. Oh, I just wanted to rave about the cool Star Trek stuff that I saw. Oh, okay. All right, then. The um, comic books look awesome. I need to get the, back to that comic book store and make sure they're holding them for me. Yeah, you know, I've not... They, they're supposed to call me, like, once a month. He never calls me. Call you? They never call me. I just go. Okay. And also, think, like, yeah. the days I have off are the days that, you know, he's not in, so that figures. Oh. All right, well, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll oh, find Thursday. something to play here. And, um... I'm, dude, I'm, like, all over the place Thursday. So, uh... We'll be right back. Nobody can tell you There's only one song worth singing They may try and sell you One thing we didn't cover in the first half of the show, and I was going to suggest we push it back to next week anyway, even if John was here, because we didn't do reviews last week, and there's too much to talk about with the premieres and stuff. The Oscars picks came out this week. 
Oh, yeah. But John's not here anyway, so we can't do our Oscar picks. So I'm, I'm suggesting we see <coughs> Oscar pick. Yeah. I'm furious about <coughs> best film. Yeah, I'm Dark Knight got the shaft. Oh, oh I totally left at home. I actually cut out um, on the dispatch when they announced the nominees. They had a listing of what the meta scores are. The critic scores on a scale of 1 to 100 of the five nominees for Best Picture, and then five movies they got shafted. And Wally had a higher meta score than any of the ones they got picked. And I think it was Revolutionary Road or whatever had a meta score of only like 50 something. Dark Knight, Dark Knight scored above three of the Best Picture nominees. Uh, a couple of the other movies, I can't remember what they were, but there were other movies that scored higher in the meta score that did not get picked, which is very sad. Yeah, I I was well, you know, I'm I'm a little I'm more mad about the Dark Knight didn't. You're mad about Wally. Me. Well, yeah, because you it know, got the highest meta score of the year, I think. I honestly I mean, think if the reader wasn't in there, I think the reader was uh, someone posted on my the Facebook. The reader wasn't in there. The reader's best Road. film. I thought Revolutionary Road was. No, it, so you're confusing the Kate Winslet films. Okay, so the reader was the one that was nominated for Revolution- best film. Yeah, okay. Revolutionary War. Okay, then the reader's the one that got like a 59 or something in the. I think score. I think Revolutionary War was like actually for script or screenplay. Okay. I, I think. Don't quote me on that 100. percent I don't know, but Heath Ledger did get the nod. Which. Thing. Now, what did you should. think about Robert Downey? Down- wasn't that odd? For Tropic Thunder. That was weird. If they're gonna nominate him, it should have been for Iron Man. I thought he was oh, better than Iron Man no, than Tropic Thunder. No. Of course, I didn't think Tropic Thunder was that exciting. So. Oh, I, that was like a, the one of the best meta joke movies ever. But oh, I, I thought his performance was really good. Like mm. he was black. Yes. And I'm proud of it. I think Tom Cruise was shafted for not getting nominated for supporting actor for that movie. If well, yeah, nominated, if if he should have been nominated yeah, over Robert Downey. Okay, I agree with that. I'll, I'll go with that. I also didn't get all my premieres watched this week. This was a very, very busy week for me, homework and engagement and all that crap. Um, so Bones and Smallville, I do not have reviews of their premieres yet, unfortunately. But I have many, many other things. Starting with the most watched show recently, the inauguration of Obama. I watched several hours of it. It was quite exciting. Did you watch any of it? Of what? The inauguration. Uh, I watched his acceptance speech, and that was that it. That was totally bashing Bush. He was sitting right behind him. And then he finishes the speech, he turns around and gives him a hug. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Am I bad for taking great delight in the fact that Cheney was in a wheelchair? I, I clapped and cheered when I saw him in a wheelchair. A little. And I heard, he, That's heard his back. That's sort of very cruel. You're the, yeah, you're, but he's cruel. He's like pure evil. Mm, I, yeah. I don't think he's... Okay, he didn't really call it like, the Holocaust... I don't think he's that level of pure evil. He's close. Uh, I wouldn't put him in the same bracket. Like, he's evil, but not the same No, he's not level. Hitler evil. Yeah, like... But I, he's still evil. Mm, I don't like Cheney. I, I, I don't support him at all. Oh, he's terrible. But I, 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 guess, I, don't, I guess I have a problem with people who say, like, I'm happy when someone in politics gets hurt or they're going... Normally, like, I wish, wouldn't. If you George usually, W. Bush... You said very publicly you wish George W. Bush would fucking die. Well... And I think no, that's going... Well, I think I, I have said that, but I don't, I don't really mean it and because so, if he did, he'd be a martyr... I what I what, meant when he was president. It's like it's like it's like Ford. If he fell down and got up, that would be funny. But like if he got, actually got hurt, the I reason, don't think that would be funny. The at reason all. I was saying I wanted him to die was not because I actually wished physical harm on the man. It's because I thought that was the quickest way to get him out of office because he was screwing up our country and it's going to take a long. You do time know that would put Cheney in charge, right? Which is again and Jimmy, why I don't. I, also I, don't, really I, see, I, I don't believe that because in, in all honesty, mm-hmm. you're a very smart individual. I don't so, want Cheney in charge. That would be even worse. Right. Exactly. So I think you really truly meant, wanted him to... You hated him that much. You wanted him to die. Not Bush. I don't hate Bush. I don't like Bush. I think he's the worst president. 
according to I agree. 65% of historians, they think he's going to be rated as well, the worst. Well, I don't player. care what other people think of his, for his approval rating, because I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm not even talking people... about approval rating. Historians who make a point of studying presidents, presidential historians, 94% said his is a failed presidency, and 60 Six percent said he well, who cares the about, worst president. Who cares about that? You are personally attacking the individual when you say you want him to die. Okay, that's well, what I I'm talking about. Die. I wanted him to die because he was ruining a country, and I wanted him out of office. And for whatever reason, they weren't impeaching him, and he should have been impeached a long time ago. Okay, that makes sense. But see, which that, that's I what sometimes I have a clarified my statements with, and sometimes didn't yeah, because I started giving you shit for it. Right. Because I Cheney though. And now that Bush is out of office, I don't want him to die because that's mean, and now he's not hurting anybody. Cheney, though, I would take great pride in his... I'd take great delight in his death. I would really like him to die, but I don't want him to just die quickly. I want him to suffer. You and my mom are on total opposite ends of the because spectrum. Because Cheney is so evil. But you two would just, like, should just do a political... You should be, like, next... Uh, was it Holmes and... Cheney is the only what's it called? politician I can think of. Not just current, but like in history. Because like for people that she hates, who I would like would, to die. Oh my god! I just I I normally that. would not truly wish it. I might say it because I joke about dying and stuff. But like if people ask where somebody is, I always say they're dead. I the only I can honestly say what? the only person I've ever there. When have you ever always, done this? Always, Jimmy. I used to for live like with six you. Six years. I love the flyers. I said it all the time, and Ashley Hill would give me shit. Because she's like, someday one of these people might actually be dead. Ashley Hill, I'm calling you out right now. Is this I've true or for false? Years. I am. I have actually slacked off for the last lot. couple of years. Oh, but I, I have never heard you say that before. Oh, all the time. Never. But the all, I can honestly say the only person that I've honestly, truly, in my heart, wished death upon and harm to come to is Dick Cheney. Ugh. Why can't you just say you truly hate the man? Why do because you? Because I wish want him death? in pain. I want him tortured. I want him tried as a war criminal. 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 There are countries in Europe and other parts of the world that he cannot visit because he had, there is a warrant out for his arrest, and there should be. And I'm talking countries like, I think Germany was one of them too, like real countries, not third world countries, like developed, intelligent countries. Well, wow, way to slam like all of the Americans listening to the show. <laughs> I know, that sounded very nationalist. Yeah, it does. Well, I mean, the, okay... What I granted, I'm I'm slamming you. Let me clarify my statement Let me clarify. You're digging a hole, sir. Know. And you my know what? I'm trying to actually engage in discussion. My clarification I'm here. I'm not doing bad. My, no, you're not. My clarification <laughs> here because that does make me sound a lot more close-minded and oh, and blinder. Hitler of the airwaves, Jimmy Daly, <laughs> white supremacist. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not white supremacist. I just. You know, Middle Eastern countries where he started wars and stuff, I could see them calling for his head, but other countries are calling for his head, too. Oh, I know. I know. I, again, I, I don't like the man and... Oh, he's terrible. <sighs> uh, shows! Reviews! <laughs> lie to me! Eh. I will not lie to you, Nick. I could not get into it at all. I kept, like, researching the show and stuff when I was trying to watch it. Yeah, I was... It was bad. I, I, I heard people... Oh, it was people like The were... Mentalist... And Psych only much less original and much. Well, less I heard good. it was it was more like uh, the Mentalist with with the me characters a little bit like House, but instead of being mean, he's just very. Well, distant. one of the cast members of Lie to Me slammed the Mentalist, saying, "Yeah, we're like the Mentalist, except we're real. It's not parlor tricks." Which the I don't. Feud like. is odd. No, I, I, like I give Lie to Me four episodes before it's canceled. I'm hoping. Oh yeah, I will too. Now Monday nights are horrible though because they moved house and I'm very sad. I'm anyway. Sorry. Uh, electric Company. 
the new electric company. I watched the first episode. I never watched the old one with like um, don't Morgan you, Freeman. Uh, don't you Bill own Clark. it? No, I've never seen it. Oh no, you have Schoolhouse Rock. I'm sorry. Yeah. Which he will be selling soon on eBay or uh, Craigslist. No, because that is a tool for my classroom. Oh, I'm sorry. Jimmy's not lowering himself that far on because the geek, on the geek total Because I used it in my student teaching, and I need to keep that for my elementary classroom. It's a teaching tool. Anyway. I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. <laughs> uh, the electric company, I enjoyed it greatly. <laughs> my fiancé, Morgan, thought it was stupid, but I enjoyed it. Uh, they brought back the like two silhouette faces where they sound out the words together that Sesame Street stole after they were canceled. Did they have the little lightning bug dude come back? No. He was like... They kept him after the electric company, and because they aired the AEP guy. Yeah, commercials or whatever. Gotta play it safe around electricity. I oh. only watched one episode though, because the only ones aired. It's gonna be Fridays. I guess they did air like the first four on a Monday as like a special preview, and I missed it. But I recorded this Friday's first episode, and they did have the gorilla suit guy, whoever was in the gorilla suit, because I guess that was a staple of the original. Mm. But he was just in the very end. It was very good, like, fun special effects. It did crack me up that the pranksters, who are kind of like the villains of the electric company, took a time out to go do their homework. Even the bad guys do their homework. Um, swiper, no swiping. Swiper, no swiping. Swiper, no swiping. Now, see, that's... That makes I've all the problems watched, in life go away. I've never watched Dora, but Morgan, after watching the electric company, I said it was good, so I had to watch Dora, so I'm recording Dora tomorrow, and I'm going to check it out. Ugh. Just one episode. No, I know, but I just think it's funny. Like you're teaching kids that all problems in the world can go away by if you just no by, by just saying three times in a row, swiper, no swiping, and it's yeah. just like, yeah. Then they can also say Candyman, 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 looking in the mirror, and the Candyman won't come out and kill them. Oh wait, it can. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> um, American Idol came back. Uh, they've yeah. aired four hours thus far. I don't like the new judge. I'll say it right here. I don't like her and. It's because she's so, like, she comes off to me as very self-involved, very egocentric, very full of herself. Like Simon. No, not like Simon. Simon will defend his criticisms, but I really feel like he's fair in his criticisms. He's the one I watch that show for. You can't trust Randy, you can't trust Paula, because they say the same thing every time, mostly. <clears throat> I get Simon, I enjoy Simon, and I do think that part of the problem with this new judge... Kara, as he calls her, I guess her name's Kara, but I call her Kara, like Simon does, is that he kept pissing her off so much, and the more she ran it and got annoying, he just, like, sat back and smiled, and I'm like, he's doing it on purpose to create drama for the show, but of course. it also gave Paula a lot less to say and made her seem less crazy, so that was kind of cool, and Patrick from WNCI was, got even more screen time this year than last year in the Louisville, Kentucky edition. Are you serious? Yes. He actually Patrick like, is a local like radio show host around they here. They didn't remember him, and he didn't mention He actually like showed his dance, and they looked at him, and they're like, yeah, you're not. He's like, okay, I figured, and he just walked off. He didn't fight him. He didn't. Wait, he... He, he did Billy Jean. Oh, God. I'm so glad I hate that show. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I remember watching the first year, and I'm like, this is intriguing, but I don't love it. I didn't watch it. the first three years on principle. And, and then, yeah, and then, like, the principles are kicking in, and then it's like, it's like, what, year eight or nine? And it's eight. just like, we already have seven American Idols. I think we're due for the last... And only one last... of them has done anything with it. Yeah, I think, no, two of them. Well, no, no, no the, one, the one. official winners have not done Kelly anything. Kelly Clarkson's the only one. And her career. career is now... Sp- Clay Aiken was a runner-up, and he's made a career. Yeah. No, Kelly Clarkson's new um, song... I know Entertainment Weekly rated it, like, the, oh, you know, they have the bulls, I think. She just released a new CD, I guess, and whatever, I was looking, because my roommate gets Entertainment Weekly, 
And then, you know, Entertainment Weekly does, like, the bullseye of things, like, the yeah. week. She was the center of the bullseye that her new song was awesome and made them believe in music again. It said it, it called it, like, the best music since Beethoven or something, but I'm sure that's an exaggeration. Okay, you know... That's an exaggeration, but you know what I mean. Damn right it, it was is. well-received. No, okay, I like Entertainment Weekly, I really do, mm-hmm. but you could piss into a cup and, like, give it to them, and they go, this is, like, the best apple juice ever. This is, like, redefining music, and it's, like, it's Kelly fucking Clarkson, Okay. She well, is not redefining... I'm sorry. I, but she got a good God, movie. seriously. This is needs to be the last country. American Idol. It's we not going to be because I know. You know, the numbers have dropped. It's still the most... You know what? The day the last episode of that airs, I hope... First off, I hope I'm alive to see that because I have a fear it will go on forever. But number two... It'll go on until Simon gets pissed off. Because uh, he pulled Britain's version while it was so popular because he got pissed off at the Brits and the way they were voting. And the season we had Sanjaya, which was not last season, but the season before, he was threatening to pull off American Airwaves if they wouldn't vote Sanjaya off. Because he said when stuff like that happens, when there's a contestant that's so obviously bad and you keep voting him on, and it was the the, the Screw American Idol website, the one that like tries to mess with the results that was keeping him going, he said when it gets like that, then there's no point in even doing the show anymore. So he was going to pull it from the airwaves that year, except they got... Maybe I need to support that website. You should support Simon. Mm. He wants to bring integrity to the show. They're also doing something else new this year. Why do I want to support Simon if I want the show off the air? I like Simon Cow, but why do I... I want the show off the air. Uh, Uh, They're also doing something new this year where there's a wild card round where the judges can take somebody that was voted off that they feel unfairly that deserves to be on and put them back in. And let them Each give them judge? Chance. So there's like They four haven't wild card- explained. We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. They haven't explained what the wild card means. Yeah. Except that it's going to give judges a chance to bring back somebody they disagree with. The voting story. show, after an hour, they'll finally, the first time they do it, they'll at the very end, so you're watching all of it, they finally explain how the wild card works. And it's like, tune in for tomorrow's episode. For ha- So who got the wild card? Well, it's just like. No, they said what week. There's a designated wild card week coming up. Um, but yeah. I'm hopeful, too, because the wild card sounds like it might bring some more integrity back. And I like I like that they had thought of a fourth judge. I just don't like who they picked. So, anyway. Um, the Beast with Patrick Swayze premiered. How was that? I heard, I heard first Dad was said it was okay. It was, it was intriguing. Yeah, I, don't, I recorded the second episode. I debated whether I would even record it. I haven't watched it yet. I still haven't decided if I'm going to watch it. Is it one of those shows good. that were like... You sort of want to watch it, but then, like, you don't want to... But you're, it's not on your main... Like, you don't really want to watch it, though. Like, but once like, you do start well watching it... Well made, yeah. Like, when you start watching it, you start getting into it, but then it's just like, eh, next episode. I, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. See, it's It's got potential. Patrick Swayze did a really good job in it. Um, I am curious where they're going with it. They did introduce a serial plot by the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. So that kind of intrigues me. I don't know, though. I haven't decided if I'm going to give it a more of a chance or not. That's... I did cancel my leverage season pass, by the way, this week. Really? Because I like it, but it just wasn't... It's too, se- it's too... It's not serial at all. It's well, very yeah, case it's... of the week, and that bores me. Uh, I felt the same way. Well, not about case of the week. Like, um, Well, a little. The Life of Mars... But I thought the big twist at the end of, of the six or was it ten episodes they've already aired, I thought was enough to keep watching. Really? And now I'm excited. But I was the same way with what like, you had on the Beast. And that's how I feel sometimes. Life with, on Mars is in big danger not coming back. Yeah, I know. Which, 
whatever. The network's saying they have cut faith in them. Which, I'm fine, that's fine, you know, if the show goes off the air, I, I, as long as they end it with how they ended in UK, I, I'm fine, or, or end it. But that's how I was with Life on Mars, and also lately Monk has been the same way. Well, I, Monk's that's been that like their last season, though, so you're uh, nearing the end. Right. And also, uh, I canceled Secret Diary of a Secret Diary of a Call Girl this weekend. Really? And I feel the same way about uh, United States of Terra, which I, I saw, which was one, like when I'm watching it, I was like, "This is great, mm-hmm. well done." I love El- everybody. It's good writing. Not a big Tony Collette fan, I have to say. Well, I don't like. I don't go out of my way to hunt her stuff. Actually, I'm watching it mainly because the, the guy from uh, my big fat Greek wedding, Corbin. John Corbin. John Corbin, and I, I like John Corbin. Corbin I mean, Corbett. Corbett. And then I also like. Uh, uh, Egot, what's her name from uh, Juno, who wrote the uh, oh, I knew Academy Award winning? Yeah. Oh wait yeah. a minute. The author of Juno. Diablo Cody. Yes. I didn't even have to really look at it Diablo. too hard. Once I saw it, I was like, "Ooh, Diablo!" Now, see, Burn Notice is making me question because it's gotten too yeah episodic. Just I like felt the same speaking way. of the premiere, because I watched the premiere of Burn Notice, and I really was like, "I like the serial stuff, but why did he have to help some poor stupid sap that episode? Why?" Why could they have just worked on his plot? Because I, I considered canceling my Burn Notice season pass this week. I I thought about it. See, I knew that this was always going to go that way with Burn Notice. I always really yeah. The first the season USA, wasn't this bad. Okay, it's Monk. It's like Monk, but with the CIA guy. Yet Psych still catch keeps me coming back every week. And Psych but that's is totally good. a procedural show. And it's it never is, going to change. It is. Well, I, I know the Jules thing frustrates me so much, but they will eventually. They tease you, and then they don't do. And then they do do it for ten episodes, and then they tease you, and then they don't do it for ten. That, I, but Psych is still good enough that every week I enjoy it. I honestly think the writers on that show cannot write a good love story, so that's why they don't they actually do it. That they keep teasing, and that, and they'll eventually do it. Well, also, this is the first time in a, more than a few weeks that Psych always is humorous to me, but I never laugh out loud. And it's a very stupid... I haven't watched the last two. I only watched the premiere. I didn't watch the, the two after. The last... The one from this week was... Mm-hmm. Actually made me laugh out loud because he... Mm-hmm. Uh, the cue was there's bird chirping in a video clip mm-hmm. and he goes, I got it, Gus. I got it. And Corbin Burns and his dad comes in and he's just like... And Gus is like, what do you mean, Sean, I should know where, where the bird sanctuary is? How do you expect me to, to guess that it's the bird sanctuary? It's like... Come on, Gus. Remember you had a cockatoo when you were seven. It went to the bird sanctuary, and yeah. like he looked, and his dad, and he just looks at his dad and like shakes his head, like you know, his bird died. His parents lied to him. And Corman and Gus is like, "They ain't funny, Sean. My bird got really sick, and my parents had to take him to the bird sanctuary. All his feathers melted off, so I can't tell which one of the, of the cockatoos is him because he has a special disease." And he just keeps going on with the lies parents told him, and finally Corbin Burnson turns around. And he's like, "Okay, listen, Gus, your parents lied to you. It's what we do to keep our kids safe from things that might make them feel bad or hurtful." And and like he turns around, and he's like, "Geez," and Sean's like, "Yeah, Gus, God, believe a horrible lie." Thank God my bunnies are still in the wheat farm. Like, <laughs> and Corbin Burnson turns around, and goes, "No, no." He, they're dead. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud. It was the most funny. stupidest, simplest joke. But the cast on that is so great. It keeps you going. Hilarious. Out. Hilarious. Uh, it's just good. Um, uh, so, see, that was my thing with House, why I was like, so reticent to get into it, because I thought no, it, it was it, very procedural. It is very procedural. Every week he does a case. But there are so many serial threads. I finished season one last week. The week before last, mm-hmm. I guess. But we didn't review it, because whatever. I enjoyed it. I, if I hadn't been so behind right now... 
on my TiVo again, even though I was completely caught up two weeks ago, so I don't know why I'm so behind, a week and a half, I would be on season two already, because I really liked season one, and I plan on catching up before next fall. I think the thing that also lessens the blow is that he's such a tool to everybody, and the other thing is, I think it's great, everyone else is a cliche TV character, which mm-hmm. is they can sort of change, House never changes, and that's something I think is very real with a human being, or a, a character, which is... People really don't change. Everybody yeah. lies, every, which is like House's motto. And also, it's it's lupus. Always, it's always, ah, oh, you get the joke finally. I do get it because I watched the whole first season. Yes, yes. But I enjoyed season one a lot, and I plan on watching season two and three this spring. You know, if and we ever get Hugh Laurie on here, which I doubt, but awesome. if we ever get Hugh Laurie, I'm going to ask him, so Hugh, is it lupus really? <laughs> I'm but sorry. like, I'm not feeling well, Hugh. It's lupus. Uh, right, right. Uh, you need to have a... No, I, don't know. Uh, I also finished Extra Season 1 the same week, and I really liked Season 1. I have not started Season 2 yet again because of my TiVo. I haven't even got to watch like Grey's Anatomy the last two weeks. That's how busy I've been. Have a laugh. Um, extras, uh, my favorite episode, I have to say, the best person on there was... I, oh, shit, I can't remember his name. He was the stand-up comedian who I didn't know who he was. It was really good. That helps me a lot, Jimmy. I know. But Kate Winslet was a close second. She was so about Patrick? Funny. I thought Patrick Stewart. And Patrick Stewart, when he's like, "You're let me get this straight. You're a straight man who's never been laid. You're like 40. You don't have a girlfriend. And you've never seen Star Trek? <laughs> yeah. It was really good. Also, um, he's, I love how the thing he's like, yeah. So maybe you could have a girl with big boobs. Big boobs. <laughs> and her clothes would fall off. And he had this idea for a screenplay. And every scene, girls' clothes were falling oh, off. Awesome. He's like, there was no plot. He's just like, don't you think people would like to see a movie where girls' clothes fall off? Uh, I was really good. Um, the season premiere of Kylex Y was interesting. I ratings didn't do in, so well, but I heard it was actually a really good episode. Uh, it was. It Sometimes it gets in the teenage everydayness and starts to get ABC family eyes, and then it comes out of it. And the premiere was good. They had um, they brought in the guy who played the director in the final season of Dawson's Creek. I don't know his name, but I like him, as the new head of the secret organization. Mm-hmm. So that was really neat. Friday Night Lights was awesome. I ended up watching the second episode this morning um, after I got my TiVo scheduled. I really like Friday Night Lights. I really liked season... I liked season one quite a bit. Season two, I was kind of eh on. Like, it started to go some ways I didn't want to go, and then abruptly ended without finishing its plots. Mm-hmm. And season three, they went ahead and started it the next school year, but they're going to tie up the plots they left open-ended, uh, one by one, you know? But it's just so real. Like, the husband-wife, you know, Connie Britt and Kyle Chandler, they fight. But they're never going to cheat on each other, you know? It's just... You get... The, it's so well acted. It's so well done. It's um, TV. I, I never... Connie Britton's been promoted the principal now of the school, and her first act was the boosters had all, raised all this money for a Jumbotron scoreboard, mm-hmm. and the academics was completely broke. They couldn't even afford textbooks and stuff. So she found the loophole in the bylaws and changed all the money over to the academic fund. Sent the boosters wild in the first episode, because that's like one of those towns that's all about football. Even though the show's not all about football. In fact, it's not that much about football, which is why I like it. And then the second episode, it's coming back to bite her even more. They're like, your first decision as principal is terrible. They've now, like, went to the, they had the mayor involved, and they went to the school board and froze the funds until it can be sorted out. So it's really interesting. And I know the season got really better, and I already know how it ends, because it aired on DirecTV, and it's been spoiled that the they're going to end with the town splitting into two high schools before season four. Right. Um, 
So I'm curious to see how they arrived to that when this school's already so broke. But I like it. And they brought back the black kid. He would have already would have graduated last season. And they've tied up his plot where he isn't injured. He's not in college yet, but they're helping him. And I know he doesn't stay for the whole season because they're going to help him get his skills back now he's recovering from his surgery and then he's going to go off and the only other main character that didn't return was the guy in the wheelchair who was a senior in the first season and they still followed him through season two even though he never graduated from high school and he's in a wheelchair and paralyzed for life whatever but they did say i was pretty sure they were bringing him back later in the season to finish up his plot so yeah i, I like friday night lights a lot i really do and i know it's critically acclaimed and i'm glad to see the numbers were so good for the network premiere hmm um, 24 came back with a fucking bang. Oh my god. I knew Tony wasn't a bad guy. And then he said Deep Sky. And then you got to see Chloe and Bill. And they're doing the secret CTU thing. The CTU's been disbanded. And it, man, it just rocked. It's so good. Awesome. And when Jack Bauer had, like, shoot the really, really cute, like, my new celebrity crush. I don't get that many celebrity crushes. I'm in love with this girl. She's beautiful. Even outdoing Zoe? Zoe Deschanel. Oh, now see, if you take personality into account, Zoe definitely wins. But in terms of sheer cuteness, the new FBI agent on 24. That's why Jimmy, even though he does not like Jim Carrey movies, will probably eventually watch Yes Man. Yeah, I wanted to see it because of Zoe. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you sings, should IMDb this girl. You should IMDb this girl because she is so hot. I guess she was a soap opera star. I will totally do that when um, I start to care about that. No, you just need to look at how hot she is. And Jack like they had the Jack had the shooter in front of the bad guys because he's undercover now with Tony with the bad guys, and so he like angled the gun so it just grazed her neck and she fell forward like she'd been shot and it was bleeding and so he pushed her into the ditch, and he wrapped her in plastic or whatever and then he got back in the van and they're like no go back and bury her, and I'm like the bad guys are leaving nothing a chance so hour five this past week ended with him and Tony and they're tossing shovels full of dirt on this girl and she's like looking up through the plastic and her eyes are darting around they're like oh my god oh my god. That's how it ended. Can't wait for episode, for hour six tomorrow night. Uh, 24th been fucking awesome. Nice. Awesome. Lost? What do you think? You know what? Uh, we need to talk about this because if John's doing new updates, uh-huh. I'm a little concerned because before he didn't give a crap, but now yeah. he's in vague. I know, but we still need to review the premiere at least. Um, John, if you're listening, turn off the podcast right now. Yeah, for the next probably few minutes. Um yeah. I and I all oh, the entire time I, I was loving it. Um, actually, especially after reading uh, Timeline, mm-hmm. and then after reading Timeline, I was piqued about the actual science of time travel. What it's really a different been done. science than what I'm used to. In it's quant it's quantum physics, which is really true. Well, I, and I've read scientists... Stephen Hawking's book about quantum physics, and I understand it. But the whole you can't change anything. No, right. That's what quantum physics. That's how know, that's how Stephen just... Hawking and all of them supposedly have agreed upon that time. Ultimately, really, truly, should cannot be changed. You can change little things, but you can't change, change big things. things. That matters. Right. And matter of fact, there was a great example in timeline where he said, "Okay, for example, you you could make money off a bet of a game. You think? Yeah. So you go back in, or in well, actually, in quantum physics, they also believe that you really can't go back in time. You go to a pocket universe, a multiverse. Mm-hmm. So if it were because there's parallel universes. Well, that's not that's not what. Uh, well, of Lost course, Lost is, is not doing that. No, Lost I understand. Is that, but... There's only one, which makes it a lot less complicated to follow. I have to say. No, no, no. Right, I, I understand that, but at the same time, in in normal quantum physics, that's what a lot of scientists are. Hedging on it, you really can't go back into a normal time. There's a anyway. That's beside the point. But you can go back and you the guy who hits like four home runs the entire night. You can give him. You can drug him up. 
He's still going to hit four home runs. He's still going to hit four rounds, or someone else will take his place, or something will happen like the game rains out. And so the, the, and then that, in the makeup game, he hits four home runs. No, not even that. Uh, yeah, it, because it's rained out, the team is still winning ahead by like one point, or it's tied, so no one wins. But they're considered the victor due to their other stats in the rest mm-hmm. of the game. It, it's very technical. They can't change it. Yeah. They really can't change it. Now, I do think loss is going to start going forward with, you really can change things. Because, or at least the only person who can well, Desmond, is Desmond. Because he already was loose from the time stream and back in it, so he seems to be immune to He's the constant. Effect. Yeah, and I think Daniel Faraday... Is awesome. Uh, what the heck was up with him being in the past going down into the tunnel and stuff at the beginning? I think he's trying to change things. I do, but I don't think he can. I don't... I don't get it. Also, now that's been officially said... And now Fionola Flanagan as his mother? I'm going to now officially state uh-huh. 100% that Jack, I believe, truly is now Jacob. Yeah. And I don't think Locke's dead. I think he oh, thinks I he's d- dead. I don't, I don't think so either. But... I don't think that body's dead. The way Ben was acting when he took it to the butcher shop, I think that body's alive. I think they made the body look dead to fool Jack and the others. Right. I think Jeremy Bentham, <coughs> a.k.a. John Locke, is still every bit alive in that timeline. I also, one of my answers is the point, too, that if they're going back and forth in time, it's just the people. The island's not moving. Mm-hmm. Does that mean at the time when the helicopter left the island, the island was destroyed? No. And that's why it disappeared. And if not, where's the island? Because the island's not moving in their current thing. They're just, the people are just shifting. I think the island... Uh... People who are not, who are not from the island, mm-hmm. they start shift. That are on the island when that happens, when the wheels turn, right. they start moving in time on the island. But the island actually goes somewhere else. That's why mm-hmm. um, there is uh, one of the lost experiment for the third season or fourth mm-hmm. season last year. There was a short film where uh, they actually found radio waves from the Bermuda. Tr- well, uh, what's her name? Oh my God, the famous lady who flew all over the world. Uh, Earhart. Amelia Earhart. Yes. And it was it's like, we've missed her. And they find her plane in the wreckage of where the islands was before it disappeared again. Well, again, this is all the web short, but it's written okay. by the writers That's and whatever. So I think truly that the island moves in different well, times. So it was at one point the Bermuda Triangle. Moved. At one point, okay. it's not anymore. That's why they never... They and always that's say, why the Bermuda Triangle used to cause all the plane wrecks and it doesn't anymore. Exactly. That makes sense. I like that. And it also is also nice to see that the Dharma Initiative really truly did not meant good. For the island people, at least. Yeah. Because for a while you go, those poor Dharma people, they were all assassinated no. by Ben. Like, for no reason. Like, why can't oh, you just kick him off the island? No. And then it's just like, wow. Like, at least the... And it was so cool, though. Did you geek out, though, when What's-His-Name started off the show? You're like, well, yeah. dude, yeah. yeah. The guy does all Namaste, the video. namaste, yeah. yeah. I like awesome. that. And I, and I also geeked out a little bit with Neil Froger, who'd been in the episodes, like, once or twice, but I guess he was in, like, web episodes, and I'd been familiar who, with him. Who is that? Web episode. Neil? Who's then Neil? Sawyer calls him Froger. Oh, yes. And then he gets shot with an arrow and he's on well, fire. You can't make fire! And then he gets, like, burned alive. Yeah, I, I can't, uh, I, I don't remember seeing him in the webisodes because I, I, I didn't watch him. That's where I those. first noticed him. Um, but while I'm watching the video, I was like, oh my god, it's the dude from that thing you do. And he was from the milk commercial where it's and like... he'd been on the show Ray lost before, too. Well, I don't remember him being on there, but the way they featured him heavily, I was like... He's gonna die within the next two episodes. I didn't think so. I thought oh, they I, were bringing. And, well, I thought they were increasing minor characters. Did it when the fire arrows were coming down, because there were only forty-four of them in the first place. Yeah. And all the tailies are dead except for Bernard, at this point. So they, they haven't increased the number from the yeah. tailies. And people had already gone to the freighter and they died because the whole raft had already gone to the freighter and then another. 
And all those people... Didn't it look like there were too many extras running into the jungle? Like, more than the survivors would have been? No, I didn't think so. I thought they looked like there were at least 30 people running into the jungle, and there aren't 30 of them left on the beach. I didn't see a problem with that at all. Because enough people have died, enough people have moved, that I thought... And enough... The six left, I don't think there should have been more than, like, 12 people in the camp. I was trying to do math, and I wasn't getting it exact, but I don't think there should have been more than 12 people in the camp. There were too many of them. I, I didn't with deaths that. and things. I think if you want to go through continuity and do a number count and sit through every episode, which I'm not willing to do, and count up, I think you'll, you'll find that there were people, more people Jimmy, running from the trees. Going, why does Sawyer have the gun? There were more people running through the trees than what were left. Okay, now, uh, I think we've talked about this enough. I have one more question for you yep. about loss, and that is, do you think John Locke is moving on his own time stream? No. Different from the from the other cast members? No, I don't. Okay, I I think he is, but uh, I think my he's dad break think he out of the time stream before they do. But I don't think he's on a different time stream. Okay, okay, that's all. I, I think have. we just haven't seen him break out of it yet because there's still three years in the past. The only other thing I can think of why they're still time jumping is because everyone who was new to the island yeah. needs to be on the island unless they're dead. Well, and I think the bleeding that's out why of they the all nose, need to get back. I think the bleeding out of the nose from the redhead. Oh, she's been she's, she's been his girl girl. Uh, girlfriend from when she was little when he was little remember there was a red hair girl oh i think she was okay. actually born on the island well, i think i think it's killing her i think the time jumps are killing her because desmond's nose start to bleed when it was going wrong for him and he was gonna die yeah i, I think, think she's so. I, I think they're setting her up to die because i didn't think she was sticking around for i think reason. daniel already knows that too oh he, he does but he's not gonna tell her because they'll just and of course that'll be a secret of the season i'm wondering when the oceanic six get back though if, if they've had three years off or is everybody else gonna feel like it's been three years or will they feel like it's been a week I don't know. By the but, time they stop the time jumping. Mm, good stuff. Just saying. Do you have any other reviews? Um, I watched, uh, I bought Ghost Town mm-hmm. with, uh, with Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais uh, oh my God, what is wrong with me tonight? Ricky Gervais, Taya Leone, and Greg Kinnear. There he is. And honestly, I thought it was probably the most different romantic comedy I've ever seen, mm-hmm. but I really loved it. It is not good. your standard... There, there's a happy ending, but it's not a happy, happy. They kiss and fall, you know, hug each other at the end. It's very subtle, um, you know. Well, John, you can start listening again. Yes, yeah, John, you can start listening again. Thank he's you. He's not going to hear that because he's not listening. I know because he probably, yeah, um, he probably just stopped. <laughs> but um, every single time you did that on purpose. It's been you? a while. No. Oh, anyway, yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a very good movie, and Ricky Gervais to me, is now marking his way up as a wonderful comedian in, in terms of a, as an acting lead. I don't think he's the best actor in the world, but at the same time, some of the little subtle stuff he does when he's in a movie or a TV show, or even hosting or doing an award ceremony or whatever, it, he's just winning mad props with me consistently. Very. He has been. I mean, the whole, like, he had said in the Kate Winslet episode of Extras, you just have to do a Nazi, a World War II pick, and look what happened with the Oscars and stuff. Yeah, and he said that He said that to her, And too. he even brought it up at the Golden Globes where he's like, I told you to do a World see, War II pick. See, see, I told you, I told you, if you do a Holocaust movie, you, you'll get all the awards, all the acclaims, and she's like, what? Oh, oh my God, yes. Yeah. Oh, and then she felt horrible. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was good. I hope the rumors of him hosting officially the Oscars, which has been gearing up again, yeah. comes to fruition. But no, I thought Ghost Town was a wonderful movie. Greg Kinnear wasn't bad, but it was a. It actually sort of reminded me of a much lighter <laughs> version of uh, When Harry Met Sally, mm. which uh, I almost I was going I was going to try to invite you and um, Morgan over to see that a few days ago because it was a romantic comedy. I was like, oh, this will be sweet for them. Aww. Didn't get a chance to. 
That's okay. I don't, this has been such a busy week. Don't worry, there's always next week. There is. For me, I don't know about her. She's at the point where we may not see her much until March. Cause no, they're in the Well, they, no, not finals, because it's only like week three, but they picked their people to extend bids to, and as of next weekend, pledging's in full force. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's like the captain or president or Kalfa Mai. Pledge pl- mistress. I pledge mistress bondage yes. lady. And I saved the last review, because it's only the... What? Next to last Battle time I can Star save it. Galactica. Next to last time I can save it for the final. I won't save it for the final review of the Good show man. again until the finale of the series. Good man. But I saved it for the end because it was awesome. It was the best hour of television that week. I did not watch the second episode yet, unfortunately. The first episode was amazing. Like, I really thought with the Starbuck thing where she found her own body that she was the 13th Cylon. And I was disappointed because it was too obvious. But then at the end where they found, where we discovered that Mrs. Ty, Ty's wife, Ellen, mm-hmm. was the thirteenth or the twelfth Cylon, sorry, the final Cylon. That made me very happy because I always loved her, and they always found the reason to bring her on the show even after she was killed. Like she had been killed at the when Ty killed her after the Resistance, and she was part of the Resistance, which so were all the other fake secret Cylons, which was also ties in together. And then after she was dead, that he was having visions of her because they found the way to bring the actress back because just love the actress, and so I was really hoping it was her. And I didn't think it was going to be, and it was. So that made me happy. And we also discovered that Earth was the silent homeworld. It had been nuked, and the final five were there when it was nuked. And before, right before it was nuked, Ty's wife said to Ty, don't worry, our bodies have been prepared, our consciousness will transfer, which is what happens to Cylons all the time now. But I'm wondering if that was, like, the first thing. But they've also said throughout the series, it's all happened before, it'll happen again. And so this is really bringing it... That's when Odama was like, it's not going to happen again. We're done. We're going to go find some new planet to settle on. And we're going to settle with the Cylons. And we're going to, you know, whatever. But there's still... They still have the Cylon Civil War. So only with half the Cylons. The other half are on their tails. And they're going to catch up and attack them. So that plot's still to come. They also left Lucy Lawless on Earth when they left Earth at the end of Hour 1. Because she didn't want to leave. So that may be the last time we see Lucy Lawless in the series. Which would make me sad. But at least she came back for the... Final two or three episodes of last season, and then the first one of this one. Right. Well, I guess they're all still part of season four, but you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she had been off the show for a while, <coughs> and I love her character. And But the best part of the first hour, didn't see this coming. Dee, who's a wonderful character. I love her. She's on Reaper, the actress. Mm-hmm. And she has just had a bad day. You know, they found Earth. Everybody's all depressed and upset, and people are writing frack Earth on the wall, and all kinds of bad things and all this stuff. And everybody in the ship's just so, so fucking depressed. Frackin' depressed. And she actually, like, goes and gets a drink with her ex-husband, Leah Dama. And they're, like, having a great time. And she's just smiling at ear. And he walks her to her cabin. And she doesn't invite him in. And I'm like, that's weird. She should invite him in. And they should do it. Because I like... I never liked him when they were married. Because it kind of came suddenly when they jumped in time. But then I was like, oh, I'm liking them now. Because they get each other. And then she didn't invite him in, and she walks in, and, you know, they don't get their own cabins unless they're top brass, because it's like a submarine. Right, So right. she's sharing the cabin with these other people, and they're looking at her, and she's like, oh, I've just had a good day. It's the happiest I've been in a long time. And she hangs up her wedding ring on the door, and then takes a gun out and blows her own brains out. She'd been a major character since the miniseries. I didn't see it coming at all. I was shocked. I screamed like a little girl. It was amazing. And at first I thought they were going to let her survive because I call a medic and stuff, but the next scene they were looking at her body. And then Odama tried to get Ty to kill him. 
and then w almost kill himself too after that. That was how depressed things had got and how bad it got. Mm. It was really dark, but it was a great hour. But it still doesn't explain why Starbuck found their own body. No, well, it does not. It does not. We'll it's have to see what happens with that. Intriguing, intriguing. It so. is very intriguing. No, I, I, I was being sincere. I, I wasn't. Yeah. Even though I don't like the show, I still. Yeah. Gotta see Muck enthused a little bit. So I promise, if I bring it up again, which I may, I will not bring it up as the final review until the series finale, and you better believe it will be the final review, and it will be a long oh, one. Oh god! But then, then we'll have to deal with Caprica being the we final will. review. We will. And Caprica reviews. Which we will totally give you shit for. Well, like premieres and stuff, it probably will be, but we'll see. Yeah, so, alright, was there anything else? That's it, that's it. That's all too. I got. So, alright everyone, uh, thanks for listening uh, to the show. Um, thanks for listening, bye. Aww. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time again, you son of cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place. For your consideration, spoiler alert, it's that time of the year when movie studios seeking Oscar nominations for their films are asking for my consideration. Every trade ad and mailing begins with the words... For your consideration. It's a kind of a Hollywood tradition. Uh, anyway, this is what I've considered so far. Milk, a well-meaning gay guy, is shot to death by a homophobe. Doubt, a really mean nun, accuses a really terrific priest of being a, a pedophile. And sure, why not a homophobe? Revolutionary Road, a married couple fight a lot, cheat on each other, then the wife bleeds to death following a botched abortion. Slumdog Millionaire, incredibly poor kids are subject to unthinkable evil, but with a happy ending. Defiance, starving Jews fight Nazis in the woods. The Wrestler, a really broken down over the hill wrestler on steroids, has a tough life, which is ironic because it's Mickey Rourke. The Changeling, a woman's son is abducted and the police put her in an insane asylum. Grand Trino, a dying widower, commits suicide to help his neighbor. Benjamin Button, a guy grows old in reverse and then dies. Rachel getting married, a drug addict kills her baby brother, then pisses off her family during a wedding. And the reader, Nazi atrocities, underage sex, and illiteracy prove to be a lethal combo. So what am I considering? Well, for a moment or two, I actually considered hanging myself. But then I thought if I do that, the movies win.